Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Welcome to 12 Steps of Fruitless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox, and I am here tonight ready to talk a little bit more about Step 4, which is compassion. Tonight we're going to be talking about intuition. What, what does that mean? How does it tie into compassion? What do we do if we don't hear it or if we're afraid of it? All of that good stuff. And uh, my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayer, is not here yet, so we will introduce our beautiful guest coach. She is on the show quite a bit, and we like it that way. Please welcome <laughs> Trish March. Hello, Kelly. Thank you for welcoming me on here. I'm excited to be here tonight with you ladies. We are excited to have you, and tonight you get to talk about something other than integration. <laughs> what a nice change. Yeah. We're switching it up this year. So um excellent. Compassion. What what is tell me tell me about compassion. Well, and first of all, remind our listeners what it is you get to do. Um I am a coach and a healer and I work with individuals who feel beaten down, bottled up and burned out. And I help them find their inner spark so that they can, you know, decide they can, um, oh, my oh my goodness, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. I can't believe it. So they can reclaim the greatness well, of who they are. <laughs> and that's true. It is midnight my time. So they can reclaim the greatness mm-hmm. of who they are and really pursue a life of, of joy and happiness for themselves or, or fulfillment in whatever way that is for them. And how does compassion play into that? Oh, compassion is one of the the largest pieces of that um, because when you are in a state, I I call them the three B's of despair, beaten down, bottled up, and burned out, you know, you're not feeling compassion for yourself. And it really isn't until you can recognize that and start to experience that that you can turn things around for yourself. You know, when you feel beaten down, you know, when you're beating yourself up and, you know, maybe you're getting criticized or judged by other people and you're taking that in and internalizing it, you know, how are you feeling in that state? Are you feeling compassionate for yourself? Uh, not normally. Not. And if you're, <laughs> yeah, and if you're bottling up your feelings and stuffing them down inside, is that compassionate? You know, no. and if you're burned out... You know, the beating yourself down and bottling your emotions, up, you know, leads to burnout. But burnout could be, you know, you're just working so hard. You're overwhelming yourself with responsibility. You know, maybe you're not being honest with yourself and you're, you know, taking on so much just trying to, you know, save the world. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> you have to think to yourselves when you're doing these things, are those compassionate? So, I think compassion is really one of the things in this world that that people do not focus on. They really don't know what it is. And, you know, when you when you don't have a concept or an idea of what that is and, and the benefits of it and, and what it can do for you and what it can offer you, you know, not 
not everybody's, you know, reaching out. They're not, you know, they're not saying, oh, let, let me be more compassionate to myself, right? So right. it's almost like, you know, you have to flip that switch a little bit and go from the state you're in to, uh, you know, a state of compassion. But it's it's not easy and it's not something that necessarily everybody is used to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's foundational. It's a foundational building block of, you know, change, of movement forward. You know, it's a it's a powerful Absolutely. place to be, compassion. Absolutely. How does intuition play into that for you? Um, you know, I I think that well for me I would say that intuition is one of those things that kind of triggers it's triggers your compassion or can triggers trigger you to start recognizing compassion and maybe looking for it. Um, you know, I I feel like in my past, I have, you know, when I was in the state of beating myself up, you know, and bottling up my emotions and I was getting so burned out, it was almost like I had to hit rock bottom. And then when I did that, I heard, I heard a voice, you know, I heard the, I heard a message about being compassionate. You know, it's almost like the voice of God Mm -hmm. or the voice inside yourself, you know, or maybe you are, you intuitively, you know, open a book, you know, to a page and compassion pops up, right? Like, you know, that's mm-hmm. kind of how it happened for me is that, you know, all of a sudden, you know, I started, I, I was exposed to compassion and, you know, what that could do for me, what it means to be compassionate to yourself, you know, and that for me was a trigger. It was a life changer because it was, you know, it changed my awareness and, you know, whether that's through, you know, an intuitive hit, like your body responds to something, whether it's a voice, the voice of God inside your head. You know, for me, intuition, that's that's the intuition piece. That's the connection piece. And for me, intuition mm-hmm. is kind of that connection with spirit, right? It's the connection mm-hmm. with your body. It's a connection. So, if, you know, once I hit rock bottom, I was able to recognize the connection, and yeah, understand yeah. more, you know, and, and, and get messages about compassion to, to get exposed to that um, intuitively. So for me, mm-hmm. intuition is a way of connecting the dots, right? It's, um, you know, and it's a way of recognizing your body, you know, and how your body talks to you and stuff. It's recognizing your connection with spirit. You know, it's recognizing your connection with your heart, like, you know, have you ever been in a situation and you, you know, just wanted love or you, you wanted an answer or you mm-hmm. wanted hope and something happens and your heart responds, you know, it's almost like an intuitive hit that your body gives you like, yes, this is the direction. This is the thing. So yeah. intu- intuition and the way it connects with compassion is just amazing to me because it, it can be that one little piece, one little speck of or spark of hope that allows you to recognize that, you know, when you are aware and able to really listen in and tune in, you know, what's going to be supportive to you? The, almost the first thing is going to be self-compassion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that I love that you said that. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? I, I was just going to say, I mean, I, I, I was asking if that made sense because I, 
sometimes get a little passionate about these things and <laughs> go around in circles. <laughs> yeah, it is. But um, I think for me, it's easier for me to listen to my intuition when it's showing compassion to others. Like I can mm-hmm. sense that someone needs a hug or I can sense that someone needs a kind word or, um, you know, just needs me to sit next to them and, um, you know, be a listening ear. Um, yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm pretty good at that. Uh, or like I'll get all of a sudden one of my friends will come to mind and I'll send them a quick text. And, and so I, I can use my intuition that way. But when you were talking about using my intuition for compassion towards myself, I couldn't really think of um, an instant, instant, in my, I can't say that word, um, where I had used my intuition to show myself compassion. Um, but then you made the comment of, when you need a hug. Um, and there are times when I just, you know, I want to cuddle. Yeah. I just need that, that closeness. And I'll, you know, I'll, I'll cuddle up on one of my kids or um, I'll ask my husband to come sit next to me. And um, I just, you know, I cuddle up on him. And... So that is me listening to my intuition of when I need compassion. Um, you know, reaching out to a friend um, to say, hey, today was a hard day, um, you know, is is me taking action for myself to receive compassion. So right. yeah. I, use, I do see how I, I use it for myself as well for that awareness. Sure. Yeah. Well, I think being able to ask, being able to recognize what you need is amazing, but actually being willing to ask for it or to, you know, be, be courageous and, and step up and say, I need this is, you know, that's fantastic. Like that's taking mm-hmm. that to a whole different level because, you know, a lot of people may know, may have an idea of what they need, but so many people don't ask, right? Mm-hmm. They don't ask. So that's a big, big yeah. that's a missing the process, you know, but it, it's also a cool thing to figure out like what you can give yourself too. Like I love, I love the whole hugs thing, but you know, have you ever thought like, you know, you're in a situation and, and what, what do you need for yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's, yeah. that might be something that's not as clear. Sorry. Mm-mm. That's okay. Well, I, what were you saying Go again? Okay. No, finish what you're I, saying. I, you know, well, I was going to say, like, what can you, or I was saying that when you have, you know, what could you give yourself um, for self-compassion? Like, what can you, what what feels compassionate to yourself? Like, you know, I know a hug is one thing. I, I love that. Um, but it, are there things that you can do for yourself, like pampering, you know, so it seems like an obvious thing, but, you know, what else is compassionate to yourself? Like when you're in a situation, you're beating yourself up, you know, a lot of people, a, a common thing is to look at a picture of yourself when you're young and, mm-hmm. you know, say to yourself like, Hey, would I beat myself up like that? 
you know, would I beat this little child up like that? Would I say the words I'm saying to myself to this other person? So it's almost like, you know, having your intuition, you know, tell you what you need, asking for, like, what what do I need to feel loved? What do I need to feel, to you know, to gain that compassion for myself? Um, and it's almost asking your intuition for that, um, you know, and waiting for the message. But I think, you know, recognizing how your intuition speaks to you is altogether another um, lesson or altogether is another skill, right? Did, mm-hmm. it, did you always know, like, what your intuition says to you or did you always know? Were you always aware, I guess, is the better answer or better question? Um, of what I needed? No. Well, what's your intuition? Like, how to how to understand your intuition? Oh, um, you know, I I don't. I've always been kind of aware of my surroundings, okay, and yeah. the energy that's going on. Like, do I need do I need to do something funny to kind of bring the energy up? Do I need to give yeah. someone a hug? Do I need to, um, you know, just kind of things like that. Like I could kind of sense um, what was going on emotionally or energy or or something like that. Um, Did I always feel like the emotional No. (laughs) So. Yeah. I think for a lot of people, like, even recognizing that intuition is challenging, right? Like they might not, they might not take that in. They might not intuit that as easily. I know for myself, like mm-hmm. things would pop in head and I didn't actually know what that was. I was like, what is that that just popped in my head? You know, some people, you know, might call it the voice of God. Some people might say it's, you know, messages from spirit. Some people just think it's like, oh, it's just a thought. So to go from, it's a, you know, it's a thought it was just something I, I thought, you know, and move that towards your intuition is, a, is you know, it takes practice. It takes practice to, mm-hmm. to uh, recognize. So, and I yeah. mean, that is a great way yeah. to feel. Is to, no, it's okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm talk, talking over you so much tonight. I apologize. Um, for our listeners that, that are unaware, there is a little bit of a delay <laughs> between when she talks and when I hear her. So um, I'm not purposely talking over her, but I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna say that um, I definitely didn't always act on it, nor did I probably always recognize it as intuition. Um, and I find that as I practice just doing it anyways, like yep. is it a thought in my head just for me, or is it my intuition, or is it a prompting? from God, like, if it's something yeah. good, just do it anyway. You know, doesn't matter where it came from. Yep. I love that. And so the more that I would just act on it, you know, then the more, um, the easier it became to do so. Um, and to continue to act on them. And, you know, a lot. Well, I shouldn't say a lot of the time, but sometimes I um, I did, you know, there was this one time where I wrote 
a card to a friend. And I hadn't intentionally thought, oh, I want to write her a card. I was writing a card. I had this practice of writing a card every week. And she was the one that came up in my mind. And so I wrote the card to her. And like months later, she told me that she carried it in her purse with her everywhere because it meant so much to her. That wasn't something that I had any idea was going to happen. I just thought, I'll write this friend today. And yeah. and then it it ended up, you know, being exactly what she needed that day, right? Oh, so that's awesome. We don't always get to see what our little acts, you know, are going to turn into. Um, and so, but in that instance, I did. And so it also encourages me to act on those little prompts or those little yeah. ideas that come to mind. Uh, this friend could use some kind words. Um, but other things, uh, things that I can do for myself when there isn't anyone to interact with are taking a shower or a bath. Those are really, um, really big self-care uh, self-love practices for me to just take like a really long shower and just really just let the water run off of me and take with it whatever it is that is troubling me or on my mind or to soak in a really warm bath um, nice. is, is something that I like doing too, especially if I add some salt some Epsom salt um, because I get, I have a tendency to get cramps in my feet. And so mm-hmm. when I do that, it helps those cramps not come. And so it's like an extra bonus of taking care of myself. Um, so those are things that I can do with no one here. Um, or yeah. what I have actually been doing recently is making myself food, which kind of sounds ridiculous, but a lot of times if I'm hungry, I just snack. And I don't snack on something that's necessarily good for me. But if I actually (laughs) take the time to go and make myself food, that is a huge act of love um, and compassion for myself, to allow myself that time and effort and energy to go towards just me feeding myself. <laughs> yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. I I would say that um you know the the things that I've been doing I've I've you know as you know I've been going through a stressful family time and I you know I realized that I'm not I'm not very I don't take care of myself when I'm in these situations. Um, so Mm -hmm. for me, a big act of self-compassion, like today I went to the doctor and, you know, I, you know, I made an appointment to get my hair cut on Friday and, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I, I have, I'm slowly taking the time to take care of myself because I realize that I don't do that when I'm in these situations. And, 
you know, even my eating has, I was doing so good with all my eating and then it just, I flubbed it up the last six weeks. And, uh, you know, I'm not judging that. I mean, I, I know that I didn't follow like my, my eating plan. Um, so not, not a judgment there. I, you know, I'm not beating myself up for, which is a big change, but knowing that I, you know, I want to do better. Like that's part of my goal is to do mm-hmm. better with my eating. So I'm right there with you is preparing stuff, you know, and not snacking, you know, being a big thing. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, for me, self-compassion right now is, is recognizing that I'm going through a really stressful time and anything I can do to support my body, support my emotions, support myself mentally is, is compassionate. And I think in, intuitively, mm-hmm. you know, I have realized that, um, the stress of this situation is gonna burn me out if I if I you know if things don't change. So I'm making a choice to yeah. to do something different. So yeah, so intuition yeah, is very important. Yeah, I think when we're going through stress, stressful times, it it does make like our normal routines or our thought selves kind of go out the window, right? And those are the times yep. when we need to double up on our self-care. And yeah. that's, not, that's not the first thing that comes to mind, and it's not easy to do. And yet that's when we need even more compassion. And I love that you're not beating yourself up. And, um, but that you're also wanting to take steps to get back on the path of you being committed to you, um, even though you're giving extra energy to others right now. Um, yeah. Because that's not, that's not easy to do when you're, when you're in the full thrust of, you know, really putting someone else before yourself. Um, but, uh, you know, the commitments that we make to ourselves are still and absolutely um, your intuition, your intuition is what led you to those commitments and is what le- is leading you back. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's, yeah, I, I totally, I totally am there with you. Um, it's it, self-care um, has, has always been uh a tricky thing for me because I um, I take care of myself, but not necessarily probably in the most productive ways. And so mm-hmm. I can beat myself that I'm not doing it in a more productive way. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting, an interesting little dance that I do with myself um, when it comes to when it comes to what self care uh, looks like and what I want it to look like and what it ends up looking like. <laughs> so, um, but it's definitely important that we that we take time for ourselves and that we stay committed to those things that to ourselves, even in those times of emergency or times of, you know, um, stress, 
then maybe the time we give something is lessened, but it's not completely forgotten. Um, right. You know, right. There's, yep. there's ways to compromise and negotiate uh, things to allow time for this, you know, this situation you now have before you that you didn't before. Um, and so it's, it's, you know, getting connected with yourself, like last month, our, our stepless connection, and it takes you connecting with yourself to really know what, it, what that is. Um, right. And, and hear your intuition and, and know where, where do you want to step forward in that. Yeah, I, it's very important. And I, I do have to say that self-compassion comes up in a lot of different ways because, you know, it's not just the self-care that I'm doing. Like I, I legit, this last, these last six weeks, I, I just feel, and part of my friends, like a complete badass. I have <laughs> done things that I never thought that I would have to do, and, you know, and taking care of my father and, you know, I just feel more myself probably than I have felt in a really long time. Even like, even though I'm like under a ton of stress, um, I'm not sure what it is, but intuitively I feel like a complete badass and I haven't That's felt awesome. like this in a really long time. And I was like, holy, I'm like, you know, um, so for me, the compassion is recognizing that and allowing myself to be proud of myself for the, for doing yeah you know, taking the measures that I've taken and, you know, congratulating myself or acknowledging myself for being courageous, for being bold and stepping forward and, you know, just, you know, recognizing it, acknowledging it and really embracing it. You know, the, the whole, like my whole sovereignty is like living my life. Like I am in, and I, I shared this with my dad last night. He had a dream, he had a dream that something bad happened to him in this dream. And I was like, dad, I'm like, you know, you are in control. Like, when you're in this dream, like, if something happens that you don't like, change it. If you, if something's going on and you feel like you might get hurt and you're afraid, change it. I'm like, you are completely in control of your of what's happening in your dream. And, uh, mm-hmm. like, that's not anything I would have thought before. But I was like, you know, I, you know, he wants to be safe. And... The only way you can do that is to, and and I'm not saying like control is the thing, but you are the master of your own destiny, right? And, you know, so that's what I'm saying. Like if he's in the stream and he feels like there's something happening to him, I'm like, change it. You know, it's a dream. It's not like the reality of, of the situation. It's a dream. So, but, you know, intuition is the thing that helps me come, helps me get these words. It helps me you know, share, you know, be compassionate with my father. You know, he's in a situation that he's, you know, unsure of, you know, so I'm counting on my intuition to help lead me through some of these situations. And, you know, when stuff comes up like that, I'm like, yes. I'm like, that is the exact thing he needed to hear because he said it back to me today. I'm like, did you have any dreams last night? He's like, no. And and I'm like, well, that's good. I'm like, are you okay from last night? He's like, yes, because I am in control. And I was like, all right, that's good. That's so good. (laughs) That's so good. Well, Miss Trish, we are out of time. Oh, my goodness. It went fast. And we we didn't even have to hear Sharon with us. 
I know. It, it doesn't. We we can talk all night. So um, yes, we could. <laughs> why don't you tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you? Um, well, you can reach me at trishmarch.com or on Facebook. I'm also on Facebook as, as Trish March. Um, I don't have any activities going on right now because I'm really focused on my father and his care. But I am hoping to kickstart um, my coaching, like my, a coaching group and some programs um, later on this year after I get his world settled and mine settles down a little bit and I allow myself to be compassionate a little bit with myself. <clears throat> so, but I would love to hear from anybody yeah. who's listening um, and anybody who would like to connect, I would love to, to connect with you. So please reach out. Yes. And do feel free to advertise when you have those things going in the group so that our listeners and myself know what's going on. We thank you so <laughs> much you. for being here with us. Of course, we want to I remind love being. You all the yep, go ahead. No, I was just saying I love being here with you, ladies. I I miss Terry tonight, but it was great to connect with you. Thank you. We want to remind you that the Twelve Steps to Freedom were created and by the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. Uh, if you would like to know more about Fearless Living, go check it out at fearlessliving.org. You can find Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org, and we have all new workshops that we're doing this year, so go check them out under virtual workshops, and you can find find out about those there. The next one we have coming up is the fourth Monday of this month, and we're going to be talking about expectations. So go check that out, and all of that is on the website and across the social media platforms. So we are grateful for you guys all coming out. And until next week, be fearless. Be fearless. Bye, Kelly. Thank you. Bye.